Blog Talk Radio. Praise 
Just the radio. This is Jesus in the morning radio. Spreading the good news of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Elevation Church and the mercies of God. I tell you, he is a mercy, gracious, kind, and loving God. 
And just think of this this morning. He's on our side. This God right here is on our side today. And he loved us in spite of, because he knew what we would do. He knew the wrong that we would commit. He knew the sin that we would commit. He knew everything about us. And so we're thankful unto him for another Thursday morning. We're coming right into the weekend. It looked like it went just like that. Come fast. Don't take long. I remember weeks ago I was planning for Groveland. And now Friday, today would have been the day to start baking. Friday, baking, and then Saturday I go to Groveland. Wow, that time went. Time is waiting on no man. Yeah. I, I can remember days I prayed and said, Lord, stop the time for me. I'm running out of time to get this, this, and this done. Lord, hold up the time that when I arrive with whatever or to do whatever, I'm right on time. God has done that for me because he's in control of time. But we are not, and so we want to number our days. Pray and ask God to help us to number our days, things in our lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because again, time is not waiting on us. It's continuing to move. It, it is continuing to go on. Hallelujah. So I'm grateful unto the Lord for the things that he bring to my mind, you know, because the spirit of the Lord will remind you of things. And so I'm thankful unto him. Hallelujah. Listen, let's pray. And then we're coming back um, with the uh, morning request, and uh, then we'll talk about our topic for today. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord, for your son, Jesus. He's yet your word. He's yet the word of God. We thank you for loving us enough to send him for us, for his suffering, for his hanging, his bleeding, his dying, his conquering all, and rising with all power. Father, we thank you this morning, because with you all things are possible, but with man it's not. Oh, but you created a special vessel to come forth, hallelujah, to do it so that we could be redeemed completely back to you. We thank you this morning, hallelujah, that, Father, we can come boldly before your throne of grace, and make our petitions known unto you. Thank you this morning for hearing us, for answering our prayers. We thank you for the communication we have with you. Oh, we thank you that, Father, we can fellowship with you anywhere, at any time, in any place. Oh, we thank you today. We thank you. We thank you. Thank you for your word again this morning. Your word is a lamp unto our feet. It's a light unto our path. Forever, O oh God, thy word is settled in heaven. And Father, your word teaches us the right way to go. It teaches us the right things to do. And you blessed us to be the light of this world, to be the candle that sit on the hill that can't be hid. You blessed us to be the salt earth. We will give the earth its Savor is flavor this morning. Hallelujah. And Father, help us today 
to talk of your wondrous works and make known your deeds among the people. Help us today to witness unto you. Help us to talk about your wondrous works and make known your deeds among the people. Hallelujah again this morning. We are asking, Lord, we often come to you asking for things for us, the natural man. Sometimes we come asking for spiritual things, but Father, mainly for natural things, because the flesh want to feel good at all times. But we come this morning by asking you to stir up the gift in us, to stir up that spiritual man in us, help the spiritual man to thirst and hunger after your righteous. But Father, we realize so much is going on, and right is being called wrong, and wrong is being all right, but we want your righteousness. We want the things that are of you. We want to be a spiritual people that's pleasing a spiritual God, that is doing a spiritual God can accept Jehovah. Help us this morning to focus more on you and less on us. Or oh, help us today, oh God. We need you. We can't do it without you. Help us to remember you all day and all night. But, Father, if we'll keep our mind on you, you will keep us in perfect peace. And, Lord, there's nothing like peace, hallelujah, joy, happiness. For the joy of the Lord is our strength today. Help us, Father. We thank you this morning for all you've done already. We thank you for what you're doing right now, Father, and what you're going to do throughout this day. We ask this morning that you would use us in your service today, Father, to bless your people. Help us, Lord, that we can share your goodness with others. Help us that we can do something for other people, not just for ourselves or our families, but that, God, we will go beyond the call of duty. You would put somebody on our mind today that, Lord, we will call and check on them. That, God, we will give for your love and cheerful giver. Help us this morning. In the name of Jesus, bless every caller today and every listener. Bless their families and their friends near and far. Move for these your people, those that are working this morning. God, have mercy today and let your love shine like never before. Let your love abound today. Cover us in your love today, O oh God. And let many see that you love them. Hallelujah more than they could ever imagine, in the name of Jesus. We ask this morning that you would touch and heal the sick here today. Lord, those that are desiring to lose weight, God, those that are sick because they are overweight, help this morning. Those that are suffering with many different illnesses, many different diseases. Father, you heal all manner of sickness and disease. Raise up the lame, cause the walk, that the, the to walk, call the blind to see this morning. Hallelujah. Straighten out every crooked limb, O oh God, today in the name of Jesus. Or do it for your glory. Those that heard it, Lord, let them look and say, look at God. Or oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Father, we thank you this morning for your healing power. Ask, Lord, that you would bless those that are incarcerated. Lord, bless the brethren. Strengthen them that they will share you more in the name of Jesus. Oh, we thank you this morning. Father, we 
ask that you would bless those that are in every branch of our military, bless that, bless the administration of our military this morning. Lead and guide in the right path today. Show them what to do, oh God, in Jesus' name. Bless widowers, bereaved families, intercessory prayer people, preachers everywhere, preaching in the name of Jesus and obedience unto you and love for your people. Revolution protecting angels to continue to shield and protect Israel and Jerusalem, our brothers and sisters overseas everywhere. Father, especially those that have to hide all the talk of your wonders work to pray. Mm. Help this morning in the name of Jesus. All our brothers and sisters overseas in the name of Jesus. Bless this segment of Jesus in the morning. Have your way here again today, oh God. Move by your spirit. Do what it is you need to do here for your people today in the name of Jesus. Encourage us and lift us up today. Revive us right here this morning, oh God. In the name of Jesus, touch and heal our bodies. Lord, those of us that don't feel well, God, give us energy like never before. Hallelujah. Ah, in the name of Jesus, I can see it. I can see it. Thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you all. We thank you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, his majesty. Oh, we thank you this morning. Glory to you, God. We ask all of this today in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your healing power this morning. Father, let your people receive your healing today in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we bless you this morning. We lift you up. Hallelujah. In hopes of your drawing all men unto you today. Thank you, Lord. We give you glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we love you today. Oh, we love you today. So, Father, we you who first loved us. We thank you. We thank you right now. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we love him today. We love him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Okay, I'm finished. Uh,
spreading the love worldwide. www.jesusinthemorningradio.com Hallelujah, hallelujah. There's no God like our God, Jehovah. Yeah, there's no one like him. He's for us today in spite of us again this morning. He's on our side. I know we think that uh, he's not for us. We're going through. He's angry with us. He hates me because <laughs> whatever your case may be, but that's not the truth today. God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. Right today, right today, still today, September the 15th, 2022, he yet loved us that he sent his only begotten son that today, Again, September the 15th, 2022, if we believe on that son, we won't perish, but we will have everlasting life. Hallelujah, Jesus. He's waiting on us today to continue to get it right with him. He's waiting on us today to seek more of him. Seek his face, turn from our wicked ways so that he can hear from heaven. Forgive our sins and heal our land. Yeah, he's yet waiting. He's yet waiting for us to focus more on him. Watch the things that we are doing, being careful that what we do pleases him. Not our flesh, but it pleases almighty God. Look what he did for us. Look what he's doing for us. We should believe what he will do. Oh, yes, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. There's no God like Jehovah. He's on our side in spite of us. Did you hear that? In spite of us, because we we deserve death. We People are something else. We are something else. Man is a pitiful creature. Generic term, man or woman. We are some pitiful creatures. The more God gives us, it appears the worse we get. And we think we are do something. We deserve all oh, honey, you don't understand. I I want this, I'm going to have that. I, listen, we just deserve death. And many of us, we just can't fully humble ourselves under the hand of Almighty God. Exalt him. Lift him up. Give him the glory and honor and praise and everything that you possibly can remember to give. Take nothing from him for yourself. Let him be the the Lord of your life, the God of your life. When I tell you, you begin to see things change. Things that you never had before, you begin to receive those things. Spiritual, materialistically, yeah. Naturally, I had some tags uh, in the South. We call them moles. And I was concerned about them things. I said, is this some kind of cancerous foolishness? Here come the way to get them removed naturally. And they are gone. Anything that you desire, anything that you want, Anything that you feel that you need, God has it. And if you will give him 
your totally all. When I tell you things you desire, you won't have to look for them. You won't have to investigate. It'll just come your way. It will just come to you. You never knew this was out there. You never knew where that was. Uh, it didn't even enter your mind to look it up on the Internet to try and even find that. You just went on and your mind got on something else and you forgot about it. Well, you desired it, so here it comes. Why? He won't withhold no good things from us. He know that we love him. He know that we are for him. We received him. He saved us. So if he saved you, he called you. You've been called out of darkness into this marvelous light. Hallelujah. It don't it's necessary to make us all preachers. It don't make us all uh, hold a big office. But it make us workers unto him in the vineyard. Somebody told me, say, the first shall be last. Oh, I feel like a little running this morning. And the last shall be first. The one that think they the least, you'll be the one that's exalted the most. You'll be the one lifted up the most. And especially if you love that humble, lowly position that you have. <laughs> because every office, every office that God gives, every title, it just signifies work. All it means is that you are a worker. Your plate is full. Some of us have platters. We don't have plates. And it's not platters of foolishness with other foolishness. I don't have no platter to go to Hollywood. I don't have nothing on my platter. I'm talking about I'm going to meet with a group of women so that we can do some kind of what they call these things, Louis conferences and we're going to charge $50. None of that is on my platter. But what's on my platter is to see about somebody's children to to uh, go see if somebody got food. See if somebody got electric on. If somebody got a way to get a prescription. Somebody got a way to and from the doctor. Now that's on the platter. All that other stuff so I can get paid, that's not on the platter because if I work, God is not going to owe no man. He's going to overpay you. Uh, you're going to make a lot of overtime, but look at here. The pay is great. And you cannot, oh, no way you can beat the benefits. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Before day this morning, all oh, my stomach was hurting because I, <laughs> I ate yesterday. And I ate some sloppy joe, and it was really, really spicy. I don't like spicy food, but I made this, and that foolishness was so good, I couldn't help it. So I ate one, and and I had it for dinner. And before day this morning, maybe between 12 and 1-ish, all my stomach was hurting me. I prayed the prayer of faith. Listen to me. I prayed for myself, the prayer of faith. I prayed believing, God, you, you, you got to stop this pain. I was asking him to heal me. And then he come to me, ask him to stop the pain. So I asked for the pain to be stopped. I had already asked for the healing. Listen, I, I promise you it wasn't two seconds. It was not two seconds. 
<laughs> it was not, I, I promise it was not two seconds. I could feel the pain easing away. And I just laid there smiling. Not only did he hear, but he answered. We just got to make him real. He's just as real to me as Louis. He's just as real to me as Dr. Goodman, Sion, Irene, anybody I talk to. He is just as real to me, Pastor David. And they are real. God is real. And when I tell you he won't withhold no good thing from you, but you can't put your place in, your thoughts in there. Let it be all his. Stop talking about something you don't know nothing about. You think you know about that. Uh-uh. Let him be the God of your life. Hey, hey, hey. He'll turn things around for you. He'll make ways where you see no way. He'll open doors. You didn't even know a door was even there, let alone that the door was closed. He will heal your family. Yes, he will. He will increase your days on the earth. He pay bills. He give houses. He give cars. He give jobs. He give anything that man could imagine that man won't. But what's your motive behind all of this? Are we really trying to live the American dream? I'm trying to live my dream of going back with him when he comes. I'm trying to live the dream that will get me to spend eternity with him. That's what I'm trying to accomplish. Because all of this right here in the earth is going to pass away. He's bringing down a new heaven, he said, and a new earth. And I believe that. Ah, And there will be work there in the new earth for me to do. Hallelujah. I have something still to do to help somebody because he wants us to come together and love one another. I know some days is hard. I know we can love them, but we have to keep a distance. I want to be able to love them and spend time with them. Yeah. But I know in many cases today we can't love them and spend time with them. We just have to love them and keep it moving. Yeah, I used to hear back in the day to say, feed them with a long handle spoon. It don't mean you don't love them. It just means I can't associate with you on a regular because your mind is not right. You're not allowing this mind to be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. You don't have a mind to love your enemies, let alone those that are good to you, those that love you. It appears in this life, the more love you show to someone, the more they show you something different. And the ones who don't love them, that's who they show the most love to. He's bringing down a new heaven and a new earth. He's going to fix all of that if we can stay with him. If we can stay focused and obey him. Do what's pleasing and acceptable unto him. Let me tell you, you don't just accept any old thing. Now, the way that he will receive you is if you come into him to be changed from the inside out. The prostitutes, Pharisees, and, and, and all them folk that hung out with him, you know, the, the drug dealers and the thieves and the robbers, the, the rapists, the molesters, and all them folk, they hung out with him. But when they came to him, they was no longer the same. They didn't remain that now. Mary didn't remain a prostitute. 
she was in there wiping his feet with the, the oil and thing, and, and, and these old heathens said, oh, if he knew who was touching him. Now, if y'all knew who was touching him, she was not the same. I'm a living witness that when you come to him, you will no longer be the same. It's impossible. After the very first day I came to him, that same day I was no longer the same. I had some growing to do. I had some learning to learn. I had some trials to go through. I had some continuing to seek his face. I had some praying to do. I had to stay in a secret closet someday. I had some fasting to do. But that same day, I was changed from the inside out. He fixed my heart. <laughs> he regulated my mind. Hey, glory. Hallelujah, Jesus. I'm thankful unto him. And look, even these days, many days I'm alone. <laughs> But there's no God like Jehovah. Do y'all hear what I say? I can sit and talk to him. I can look at TV. The TV really looking at me because I'm talking to him. Sometimes things here show me. It's on TV and it touched me. I know you won't understand. It'll cause me to begin to praise him. Lord, I thank you. Because guess what? That's not me. I'm not there. That hasn't happened to me. That hasn't happened in my family. I'm thankful unto you. I heard Queen Elizabeth passed away, 97 years old, I think they said. And I didn't quite uh, follow her like I did Princess Di. And after I had heard she passed away, no disrespect to the queen in any kind of way. I don't, I don't do that. I don't, I don't want to do that. But I just didn't go through what I went through when Princess Di left here. I was able to watch that whole thing. If I, I, I went out, when I came back, it was still on. I'm sitting right there giving it my undivided attention. You're talking about some crying Oh, I cried. I, I mourned her. And that's not me. But the queen passed and not a tear yet. I, I can't tell you why. I don't know why. But I respect people in their rightful place. I've seen a man said that he saw so many black people laugh because the queen was dead. And says so many derogatory, ugly things out in the public concerning their queen. And he said it would be just like them saying something really, really negative against Malcolm X or Martin Luther King or Rosa Parks. How would you feel if they did that? Not that it hasn't been done, but this the thing. I agree with him. Someone passed, we, we shouldn't celebrate it with happiness. Even if we feel like it's evil, let God have his business. Because they have family and friends too. Somewhere. That's somebody's son. It may have turned evil, but that's somebody's son. 
somebody's daughter. It's the truth. So we want to be careful. I, I wouldn't want, even if I had an evil child, I wouldn't want nobody, you know, laughing because they did and celebrating not their life but their death. I wouldn't want that. So I don't want to do that to anybody else. We're watching as well as praying. Yeah, we're, we're being careful what we're doing in these last and evil days. Because again, this morning, we know not a day, not an hour when God is going to show up. See, we're concerned about not having food and this going under and that going under and the currency in the country, you know, the money and this, that, and the other. But we're not so concerned about him coming back. But we should be. We really should be. We know not the day. We don't know it. Nor the hour when he will show up. Will we be ready when he comes? Will your shoes match your dress? You know, you're going in to get married, honey. You're waiting on the bridegroom to show up. Will your veil match your dress? Will you be ready when he come in? Will your tuxedo be in place or even your suit? Will your shoes be shining? Are you going to get married in some dusty shoes? See, he's giving us time to get ready. And all of these things, the shoes, the dress, the veil, the tuxedo, the bow tie, all of this represent us preparing. My veil represents me lifting up the name of Jesus. And doing what's pleasing and acceptable only unto him. But shoes represent I'm walking in the place where he would have me to go. Not where I want to go, but where he's leading and guiding me. He's leading and guiding me into a sure place. A place of work in the vineyard many days. We got to think on these things. We don't know when he's returning, but I promise you he's coming back. Looking for his church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Without spot or wrinkle. And see, people, uh, they will say, oh, no, that, that's not what he's talking about. He And look, miss the boat if you want to. I'll be the one on the boat waving by to you because I can't come back and get you. Yeah. I'm jumping the train, Brother Louis. <laughs> I'm headed to Salvation Station in the sky. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, that's what I'm working on every day. I'm trying to stay focused as much as possible. Yeah. It's important that I stay focused on him. See, because look. Not only does he heal bodies and uh, pay bills and all of this, but guess what? He warned you of things. He lets you know what's coming about, what's about to happen, uh, when it's going to happen. He, he, he does all of this. He'll have you to pray for things, and you're not a part of it, and you're wondering, well, what am I praying for that for? Yeah. <laughs> He got you praying for it because something going on that shouldn't be going on. All of this, all of this is important this morning. 
Because, see, we like to hear hooping sermons, and it feel good to us for the moment, and then we're going to leave, and we don't remember it really no more until something comes up that we need to remember it for. But we need to hear something that will cause us to pray more. It will cause us to obey God more. When the word comes forth, if you don't say, ouch, something is wrong. Because what the word of God is supposed to do is sharpening in a two-edged sword. Where you're not at in the word of God, it's supposed to cut you. But a lot of times we don't like the cutting. We, we don't want to hear about that. What is she talking about again today? I don't need all of that. I'm good. You need that and some more. I promise you, you do. Yeah. You need that and some more. And the word is supposed to set you straight. But see, some folks don't like that. They, they don't like that right there because that's not what they want to do. That's not how they want to feel. They just want to feel good. But the word comes to straighten us out because we need a good straightening. Hallelujah. We need a fixing, as they say in the country. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, y'all know I am from the country, and I love every minute of it. Yes, Lord, I do. So we thank God this morning. Listen, we're going to one more request of the morning, and I am going to change the music and get some new music, but, you know, people write me behind the scenes, can you play that song again for me? Yeah, so I like to do the request. And those that send the songs to play, if I didn't get to them yet, we send it. I will play it. I will play it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So let's go to this one. On the building a long, long time ago. I turned around in a world of sin. I didn't work on the building anymore. I was lost in the heart of the wilderness. I was standing at the crossing of the road. I heard a voice speak soft and low, telling me which way to go. And he said, It's time to go back home, child. It's time to go back home. Been wandering in the wilderness much too long. It's time to go back home. I wandered here, I wandered there. Months and years have passed. I had plenty of friends all the time. The life I lived was fast. When trouble came around me, all of my friends were gone. But I heard the same voice speaking in my ears. Telling me to go back home He said it's time to go back home Child, it's time to go back home You've been wandering in the wilderness much too long It's time to go back home I finally did what the voice said I turned and took my place Working back, singing in the fire God's amazing grace I know Jesus, he loves me so, and this is how I know, that same voice speaking to me, telling me the way to go, he said it's time to go back home, 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ah, uh, yeah, we've been wondering in the wilderness much too long. It's time to go back home because see, some, some of us, we just been out here too long. I, I'll call you right back, Chavez. We, we've been out here too long and we've been playing around too long. And it's time to go back to God. It, it, it's time to forgive people. It's time to look beyond folks' fault and see what they need that you can help them with. Yeah, it's time to go back home. We done strayed away because we're looking at this new wave, new age stuff, and some have listened to what the new wave, new age preachers saying, we all going to heaven, the devil is a fool and a liar. And we make a fool and a liar out of us because they said things that please your flesh. And it felt good. And it sounded like that sound, that sound right right there. I know it sounds good to me. No, 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 no. Must Jesus bat across alone and all the world go free? No. There's a cross for everyone. And I know there's a cross for me. You don't have to be stressed out. You don't have to look old. When you give things to God, when you trust him with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding, in all your ways you acknowledge him, and it's him that directs your path. If you just be not wise in your own eyes, fear God and depart from evil. Let him do his job. We too busy trying to help him do it, thinking we showing him we good people. He know the very intent of y'all. You don't have to do all of that. Reverence him. Give him your all. What you do, let it be because of him. I'm going to do this right because of him. He's watching. He knows he know what's in my heart. Yeah, I, I don't have to step out in me to get me me. I can trust him. He's going to bring it. Now, sometimes he may say, say something. I got to say something. He may say, ask. I got to ask. But if he don't, he, he providing everything I need and more. Oh, yeah. I may have to wait, but that's a good thing. They that wait on the Lord are going to renew their strength, huh? I want to wait on him because when he comes, he shows completely out. He's showing out, and because he showed up, I show out in him. Ah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. So, look, this morning we are talking about pain, disappointment, and dreams. Pain disappointments, and dreams. This is what happened. A lot of times, uh, I'll use myself for instance. See, I can talk about me. I ain't got to worry about nobody going back telling nobody. Uh, she, she was talking about you. Yeah, so I talk about me. Listen, coming up as a child, my dream was to become a scientist. Oh, that's all I could think about. Mm-hmm. One day I'm going to play with them tubes And make stuff bubble over I'm going to find out why the sun uh, Gets so hot uh, I'm going to find out what's really In water that After it rain and it run through the ditches yeah, Just some science Oh boy I used to take uh, uh, We call it a flask The railroad men used to strike it to 
you know, show a sign that they were coming or they were working on the railroad tracks or something. And if you light that back, it would shoot up like a um, what we used to call sparkles. You know, when Fourth of July come, you light your sparkles and it let out fire and ash. Well, that's what, but this would give you more. It was a bigger thing that would give you more. So I would make a pile of dirt. And I would make a little hole, make it look like a volcano, and put that down in there. And I would light it. And it would be shooting up. And I said, the lava is coming out, the volcano. <laughs> a flare. There you go, Brother Lewis. Thank you. And that just fascinated me. So when we would have, back in my day at school, we would have uh, a day when you could come and, you know, show your exhibits of what you do. and you know, things that you found out. So me having a scientist mind, I said, well, I'm going to take this and I'm going to show them this. And when I showed that to the class, you could hear the class saying, ooh, all oh, that excited me. And the teacher was like, oh, yeah, all oh, that just made my day, you see. But as time moved on, things even in my childhood life changed. Yeah, it changed. I had a friend, the house caught a fire, and uh, she burned up in the fire. We were very young children. Her dad and my dad were friends. Her mom and my mom were friends. And all kind of things happened. My goddad passed away. Things in the neighborhood changed. People knew people moved in, new people moved out, many different things. I started seeing a young guy. Things changed. The next thing I know, I'm much older. And the thought of going to school, I got lost from that. I got caught up into what I can, I can work right now and make some money. I don't have to go to school, but I didn't understand you're going to need this stuff later on. Plus, it would teach you how to manage and maneuver in the world. You don't have to be of the world to manage yourself and maneuver in the world. You just need to know what to do. So that scientist part went away. My Luther King got killed. All, all kind of stuff. You know, young child. Uh, uh. So look, all of the schooling for the scientists and all of that just went away. And one day I woke up and I thought about I had children now. I thought about it many times and I said, wow, what would it have been like to, you know, go to college and you know, get a degree and, 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 and get a PhD and become a scientist and everything and go beyond that, you know, might get a fellowship or whatever. But it was disappointing because I disappointed myself. I, things happened. Some things was out of my control. And it stopped me from pursuing the area of scientists. So that was disappointing. And then I didn't 
fulfill the dreams. And sometimes it was painful. I was believing had I fulfilled those dreams of what I really wanted to do, it would have brought joy and happiness to me. I believe it would have. I would have a name. I might would have some great inventions of things, you know, that I had put together and many other things. But I want you to see this. God heal pain. God heal disappointment. God can turn one dream into another great dream. Listen to me this morning. All of those things that I wanted. I wasn't necessarily into the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy at the time. I really wasn't into the luxury car and all of these things. But I was into what would help possibly the world. So when I wake up the day and look around, the pain is gone. The disappointment, it disappeared completely. Yeah. The dream that I had wasn't as great as the dream that I have now. I have a greater dream. But I knew nothing about these things until I totally gave my life to Christ. Once I gave my life to him, he made it better. He made it possible that I could accept the fact of disappointing myself or feel like I was a disappointment to my parents. Yeah. You see? But I had to come to him in the fullness and let him do it through me. Yeah. You you, you can see many different people, even in the Bible, they had a different plan for their life. They had a different dream. And sometimes it was due to themselves. But when I look at the the boy with the many coats, <laughs> Joseph in the in the coats of colors and all of this kind of stuff, God had showed him what he would be. But that really wasn't his dream. That was what God was going to do for him. He went through things that was out of his hand. He had no control of. They sold him into slavery. Put him in the pit. They sold him. He couldn't get out the pit to change things. His dad loved him. They were jealous of the love that the father had for him. But I'm your brother. I should love you too. And you're the baby. I should love you. You're my parents' last child. But I'm sure it was not Joseph's dream to get sold into slavery. Go into Potiphar's house and the wife accused him of trying to rape her. I'm sure that wasn't Joseph's dream. I'm sure he was hurt and he was disappointed. But he didn't give up on God. He continued. And what God had showed him would take place in his life it came to pass. Some of us, God has shown us, are trying to tell us what would take place in our lives, but we ignored it because we wanted what we wanted. We wanted our dream to come true because this is what I want to do. 
But what God has for us is much greater than any dream that you could ever have. He's a God that will heal disappointment. He will heal pain. And when you look back on those things, you can smile and say, Lord, I thank you for the change. I've done it a many a days. Lord, I thank you that I didn't become a scientist. Lord, I thank you that I didn't go and get a degree or a PhD for, uh, to become a doctor of science. Lord, I thank you. Because the way that you have done my life, I could reach millions. I could reach many. I could even reach overseas and never been there. Prayer will go where I can. Prayer can do what I can't do. And I know some people don't understand it, but Bobby, you don't understand. I really wanted that thing. You may have, but what, he, what has he given you now? Well, he gave me nothing because you haven't given him anything. You got to seek his face, for real. Turn from your wicked ways. Honor God with your life. Yeah, don't give up on him because he'll never give up on you. Ask him what, 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 what you're here for. Lord, you made me for your pleasure. How can I please you? What would you have me to do? And strengthen me, oh God, to get it done. Yeah. He'll heal disappointment. It'll go away. He'll heal the pain and the hurt. Sometimes we uh, get involved with men. And we think getting involved with these men, they, they are going to help us to pursue our dream of school or whatever it is, opening a business or whatever it is. Sometimes men get involved with women. He feels a woman is smart. She's going to help me to pursue my dream or pursue a business. But what you found out is you have children and now you got to give all that up and go to work. And it's not in the field of your dream. It's not your business you're working for. You're punching the clock for somebody else. But even in all of that, God yet have a purpose and a plan for you. And no matter what we try to do, because see, sometimes we interfere with the plan of God, but he won't, he won't, he won't do nothing. It's what you did that do everything. He, he won't do anything. Your decisions, your actions changed everything that he had for you. But guess what? When you go to him and you let him know, Lord, I didn't know, and God, I messed up. Father, would you please forgive me? It'll change courses. He'll turn everything around for your good. It'll work in your favor. <laughs> All of a sudden, you got a child that can help you. My daughter that passed away, Naima, she couldn't be no more than four or five. And this little girl helped me. I wrote a book called Ten Easy Salad. And I was getting calls and getting calls. And sometimes I, or I had to go to the bathroom sometimes. I had to go and make me a sandwich. Some, I trained her to answer the phone. And people thought it was so cute, the little girl answering the phone. But she helped me a many days to see some things. See, even in all of that, I wanted to be in the world but, and in America, and I wanted to help to provide the American dream. And I, I wanted to live the American dream. I, I wanted to do something good 
in America and be a good American. But God caught up. God caught up and began to do things against the law. Begin to disobey the law. The scriptures say obey the laws of the land. Yeah, became a schemer. Yeah, all of that. But look, and even that was disappointing. Yeah, quiet as it was kept when I ended up in prison, I was disappointed. Even thinking back on the days I was the dope lady, that was disappointing and painful, both of them, and some other things. But when I completely again gave my total life to God, he changed everything. He blessed me to heal. He blessed me to forgive myself because we got to learn to forgive us. He blessed me to forgive others because there were some things in there with me and that wasn't right. I'm just telling you the truth. Even the ex-husband. But he blessed me to forgive so that I could live and I could move on. And when I look back on these things, they're not as painful now. But I can see the testimony. I can see how many women can walk up to me and say, hey, you know, I've been to that place too. (laughs) I say, yeah, you got a number. Yeah, I got one. Yeah. It's not a funny matter, but it's just funny at how you can accept things, you know, and God has healed you and took the sting out of the bad in it and showed you where you can use this to be a blessing unto somebody else. And you can please me while you're doing this. Oh, glory to his name this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Pain, disappointment. Is something else. Yeah, it is something else. And for our dreams to be destroyed and you don't know what what am I do now? I don't I, I no longer have a dream. Let go and let God give him your total heart. And ask him for the dream that's right for you. But there's a way that seems right to a man again this morning. But what? The end thereof is destruction. The end of it is destruction because it seemed right to him, but it wasn't for him. We want the things of God that would lead and guide us in the right path for his name's sake. See, his name on it is going to come out good. We're in a race every day. I don't care how old you are, you yet run in a race. But he said the race was not given to the swift nor the strong. He said it was given to the one that will endure to the end, the one that finished the course. I can't make a start with God and go back. I got to keep going. So it wasn't Joseph's dream to end up in prison. Although he interpreted the dream for the baker and the butler, that wasn't his plan. That wasn't his dream. 
And he told the butler, now when you go before the king, don't forget what I did for you. The man forgot. He was so glad to have his spot back. The baker died. They killed him. They could find another confectionery baker, but a butler is hard to come back because he trained well for, for what you need and what you like to have done. Look, if you if you even look over there at Ruth and what her mother-in-law was named, Naomi, if you look at them, Naomi had a husband and son. She had a family. She was being well provided for. It was not her dream to become a bitter woman. It was not her dream to lose her husband and children. No, ma'am, no, sir. That was not Naomi's plan for her life. Her dream was to live a good old right age with a husband, have a children and a, a, a sons that have children and, and to bring the grandchildren before. One daughter-in-law had to go. She didn't have no plans for the daughter-in-laws to leave. She liked them girls right there. They were the kind of daughter-in-laws she could look up to and respect and, and you know, show off. They were good wives to the son. But look what happened. The husband died. The sons died. One daughter-in-law after that said, I got to go. You, you, you don't have another son for me to marry. And if you do, by the time he get a marrying age, I'll be too old. I got to go now. I'm going back home to my people and do what it is I can do for me. Ruth said, I'm not going. You're my family. Wherever you go, I'm going to go. That was not Naomi's dream, that the daughter-in-law would take care of her, that the daughter-in-law would follow her, that Ken's folks would come along and Ruth would be blessed to bless her. That wasn't the plan. The plan, remember, was the husband and the children, the son. But when God got through, Look at the plan. Ruth uh, 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 was able to bless her mother-in-law. Them two stuck together after all. It reminded me of my ex-mother-in-law. Now, she, she, she had her issues. <laughs> but I believe this woman loved me because she showed it. Oh, she was something serious when I tell you. This woman was something serious. But in her way of showing me love, when I think of Naomi Ruth, I think of her many days. Yeah. And see, sometime in your life, like her son and I, we didn't work out to the end. But she left an impression on me, and I left an impression on her. And even after things didn't work out, she and I could remain friends because she understood. Yeah. So look. Things didn't work out in the way that they wanted it to. I'm sure Mary carrying Jesus all the months when nine months came or close to nine months and she had to leave. And when it was time to deliver the baby, I know it wasn't her dream to deliver no baby in no stable with animals. But look what it brought forth. Look what happened. Wise men even come to deliver gifts to the baby in the, in the manger, in the stable. 
God was showing us something right there, but many of us, we can't see it because we got to have it this way and that way and our way. But if we can let go and let God have his way, your dream was smashed, it was like. You're disappointed, you're hurt over this thing. And you're hurt over the one who sometimes parents take the dream away from the child because they can't see their child becoming this right here. Hey, son, I need you to go to the military. The boy said, no, dad, I'm going to college. You're like, no, son, I I think you ought to go to the military. I'm just telling you the truth. And the boy feels like his dream has crashed because he wanted to go to school and eventually he wanted to become a professor. So that he can help somebody along the way. That was always my thought and my intentions to help someone. Because I believe I could. Yeah, I I believe I had a way to share with them. You know, so that they could find what it was that they needed. Because everybody don't learn the same way. Some of us learn through reading. Some of us learn through uh, a vocal. You know, you talk out loud, you explain it out loud to me, I can get it. Uh, Some of us learn by writing it out. If I write it down, I can understand it better, you see? So I felt as though I had something I could share uh, with someone that would make them understand better and become a better person. Yeah, yeah. But the change, the, the, the dream changed, the plans changed. Yeah. But God will help us. Hallelujah, he will, he will, he will. And although your dream didn't come through, God yet have a purpose and a plan for your life. But we must seek him. We have to go to him to find out what it is. And listen to me, when you find out what that is, don't take it lightly. Give it your all. If all he requires you to do is be an usher, be the best usher that you can be. Now, some people going to talk about you. But did she have to do all of that with that white dress on? Uh, did she have to get them gloves that long? But just know this, God bless you to be a doorkeeper at his house and be the best doorkeeper you can be. Always talking to him about your position as a doorkeeper. Lord, make me better. Help me to serve in my office of usher the best that I can. It's going to enrich your life. It's going to bless you. I've seen ushers be appreciated. Anybody ever been to an usher board appreciation? Anybody ever seen ushers get gifts? At my church, whenever I went and I could afford it, I would give the usher something, uh, like I did the pastor and the first lady. I don't think I did too much for the ministers and the deacons, but I did. And I don't think I even did nothing for the mother of the church, but I did for the usher, doorkeeper, special folks. And you have to be prayed up, too, because you never know what's coming through that door. huh? 
He may have only called you to give out scriptures on a little card, but you take pride in that because you're giving out the truth. That's the word of God. You take pride in that thing. You done, you done prayed and now you you, you got a, a mentality of how to decorate the cards that you, you know, write the word on or you type the word on and God done showed you how to print them up on card stock and you cut them and you, you know, give it special attention. And after a while, people start saying, oh, you got one of them cards. They gave you one. Let me see what yours say. They never paid the car, really no attention. All of a sudden, somebody said, these scriptures. Oh, and look at this. And you read that one you had that he, that, that he or she gave to you. And that scripture leaped off the paper, looked like, into your heart. And it blessed you this day and from now on every day. So let's don't get caught up into the hopes and the dreams of the world. Let's let God be Jehovah God of our lives. And whatever he gives for you to do, do it wholeheartedly because you're doing it unto him. And you want him to be pleased. He can heal you of pain and disappointment. He can heal you of that dream that you didn't accomplish. Still here. And some people he blessed to go back and get their dream. Some people he don't. Some people just keep it moving. Well, I had my children, and I couldn't go to nursing school. I had my children, and I couldn't become a, 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 a decorating designer, designer decorator. I couldn't become that. So what I did is I designed and decorated my own house, decorated my children's bedrooms the best that I could, and my children just loved them. When the girls got older, I would work with them on the colors and how do you want it. You didn't accomplish your dream to be paid, but yet you're paid by the love and care of your family. And we better know that God loves us today. And somebody came and asked you, hey, girl, I'm getting married. Can you do my wedding? And your husband say, what? And they said, yeah, she, she wants me to do her, decorate her wedding. I'm going to need your help. He was like, okay, because he don't think nothing to it. You never really, you decorated the house and he was happy, but he was just a man, you know, and he, he appreciate the good look, the cleanness and the freshness and how good it smelled and all of that. He even liked the way it looked, but he wasn't deep into that and what it took you to do that because you didn't ask him for a whole lot of help. You painted on your own. You put the tape around the wall, between the wall and the seat. You did all of that. He was at work somewhere. In your spare time, you were in there getting it done. All he saw was the, the afterwards, the beauty of it. But now you got to call him and ask him, can you bring a ladder? Can you do this and do this? And he see the work that you do and how it come together. And when he look at the finished product, he said, baby, you really should have been an interior decorator, baby. You really should have designed, designed and decorated. Just hearing him say that was enough for you. But now people are coming asking you, not too many, but people are coming and asking you, hey, can you come and decorate for my banquet? I'm, I'm giving my granddaughter a birthday party, and I really want it to be decked out for her. Huh? 
You didn't go and get that degree in interior decorating or interior designing. But God yet give you an opportunity to do what you enjoy and these people are willing to pay you. You wanted to be a talk show host and your dream got shattered. You feel like it's just all of so disappointing. But now you're a YouTuber. Now you're a TikToker. And you're not on these places with the negativity that other people do. You're on here giving out positive, good, godly, spiritual information. And they come to you, put your cash app name up there. You put your cash app name up there, and look what happened. People started cash apping you money. That really blessed me. Thank you. You didn't become a talk show host, yet you became one. And it wasn't in Hollywood. The devil couldn't play around with your stuff. God had made it safe for you. And your stuff stay where you put it so others can come through and hear. I had no clue about no blog talk. What radio? Who, who, who doing that? Barbara now? I don't think so. But it gives me great pleasure to come each morning, 7 a.m. It's been some days, let me tell y'all something, I really didn't feel like it. I felt like I was way under the weather. I needed to go and be put into the hospital, not a doctor visit, but into the hospital. <laughs> Y'all give me something to help me today. But because I was willing to come, God touched and healed. God gave me energy. He made me feel so much better. And the more I prayed sitting here, the more I talked, the more I did, the better I got. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. So don't let the, the, the pain and the disappointment and your dreams being crashed or burned or thrown away at a pier, don't let that stop you. Go back to the drawing board. I wouldn't care if you was 8,800 years old. I said 8,800, didn't I? I don't care how old you are. Go back to that drawing board. God can give you something that's fulfilling in this hour. He can give you something fulfilling in this hour. Brother Frank, he didn't get out like I could get out. He didn't run around like I could run around. He had some issues medically. Frank picked the phone up and called people and let people call him. That was fulfilling for him. That was very fulfilling. And when you can do this kind of thing and there's no real gossip and you're not uh, calling to find out people's business and all this old crazy stuff, it can become spiritually fulfilling and naturally fulfilling. Sometimes God will bless you that you're paid for your work. Yes. And as the more you do this, the more you see this is a much better dream than I had. Look how many people I've met. Look how many lives I've touched for God. Not for me. 
but for him. Look how he has used me. And I can see. The names of the people that said, oh, that was for me today. God blessed me with that. Oh, thank you. It's a rewarding, fulfilling thing when you can be a blessing to others, especially if you got God, Jehovah. If he's living in you, that love just shines so bright. Yeah. And so we're grateful unto him. Yeah, Ruth and Naomi, Joseph. Many of them. Even Apostle Paul, look at him. He was on his way to Damascus, you know, to go down there and do them up down there, the Christians. <laughs> the people of God, he was on his way, you know. He had paperwork and he was going all he could in jail and prison, you know, he might kill some. On his way down there, God knocked him off that horse and shined that light on him and fixed it. Did you hear me? <laughs> then told him what to do. He went on down there to Ananias, and Ananias told the Lord because God told him he was sending far down there. He said, Lord, you sending this man and he killing your people. See, Ananias didn't know that God had changed the heart of Saul. Yeah, and going to give him a new name, Paul. But that day he was headed to Damascus. That wasn't his plan. That wasn't his dream. But if you could talk to him this morning, well, go on and talk to him. Go on in Romans and things. He'll tell you, this is the best thing that ever happened to me. I often heard him say that he was the chief sinner. He was the worst one because he was killing God's people. But at the time, he thought he was doing God a favor because he didn't know. But go back in there and look through that. Mary, the mother of Jesus. Zebedee's son. Go back in there. Them boys that followed him, the 12. Even Judas Iscariot. I know Judas didn't dream of one day jumping off no mountain or whatever he jumped out and, and burst wide open. Guts out of I know him. I'm sure he thought he had a money bag and he would just keep stealing and cheating. Yeah. But in all actuality, I, I don't think he had that dream to become that. The 12 disciples. Those that were really true fishers of men, I don't think they had that dream. The man that he healed over there by the pool that when the angels troubled the water, he couldn't get in. I'm sure his dream was one day to get in the water, but that wasn't going to happen. But look what happened for him. Jesus showed up on the scene. Hey, glory. And asked him, would he be whole, made whole today? Will you receive your healing right here without getting in any water that any angel trouble? Hey, I got the power. I'm the son of the true and living God. Matter of fact, I'm God. Let me heal you right here. You want it? I'm sure that wasn't his dream. His dream wasn't to go before uh, them people, the Sadducees, Pharisees, and all them people, and, and be questioned who healed you. Bring his mom and dad. I'm sure that wasn't his dream. 
But in, when everything was said and done, because God was involved and God did it, he was so glad that now he could walk. They was even asking, which one is parents sin? Or did both of them sin? God did it so that he could be glorified, so he could prove to man, hey, I'm God alone. There's nothing to, I can heal the sick. I can heal the lame. I can raise the dead. You want us to know this morning, I can fix your dreams. I can bring about something else that would make you more satisfying than your dream that you had. I can heal the pain. I can even heal the disappointment. I can remove the disappointment and the pain to a place that when you think on it, you'll put a smile on your face. You'll smile about it. Because I've given you the dream of dreams. I've given you a good dream. Hallelujah. God is faithful. There's none like him. We can search all over. We still won't find anybody greater than almighty God. He's got all power. There's no higher power. And God can heal all manner of anything. He can heal hurt. He can heal pain. He can fix your life. Okay, can it? To start your show now, press one to hear important instructions. Since it appears you're calling back into a live show, we are reconnecting you now. Okay. Well, what happened here? Okay. 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 Wait a minute. Okay, y'all, bear with me. Okay, I think that is take care of. Oh, but I think Okay. All right. So can you hear me, Brother Louis? Can anybody hear me? Oh, we went out. We went out. We went completely out of here. And uh I had, okay, you can hear me. Good, Susan Dye, God bless you. I had to call back in and, and open back up. I was like, oh, my goodness, they wait. I know they wait, and I'm trying to get back in here and uh, fix all of this. Yeah, it's close to 9 o'clock. I should have known that. Listen, we're going to this one right here, and uh, when we come back, we're going to read a scripture. But I heard his voice 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The name of that one is My Portion by Jacqueline Carr this morning. Yes, yes, yes. And so I thank God today that we can dream again. I thank God that he can improve the old dreams that we had that never came to pass and that he can give us new dreams, new visions, and he can open doors and make ways for us, ways that we never saw before. Yeah, we just got to believe and keep going. Yeah. And and just ask God to help us. Ask him to help us. Oh, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, I read a bit stressful. <laughs> I had gone out and I didn't know if I could get back in any enough time, but God blessed me that I was able to get back in. So we thank him this morning and uh, we're grateful unto him. And uh, we got a few minutes to nine o'clock, but listen, the studio is open. And if there's anyone have something they would like to say, please feel free to press that number one and come in today. Yeah, and share with us. Hallelujah. You might have a testimony, or you might want to read a poem, or you might want to recite a poem. Yeah, feel free today. Feel free. But um, again, I thank God for his healing power. He healed pain. He removed pain. He take it completely away. Yeah, if he did not, I would be boggled down, couldn't lift my head. I probably would be dead because so much heaviness of pain, hurting would be upon me. Yeah, I uh, even with my knees, yeah, I got some knee problems now. Yesterday, the uh, R surgeon called me back, not R surgeon, I'm sorry, the specialist, the orthopedic specialist. And he said, yeah, you got a meniscus tear in it, so I got tear in both knees. He said, and now right knee, you got a little arthritis, that's why it's hurting like that. And if the arthritis wasn't in there, we could get in there and shave some things and fix it. But uh, eventually, you will have to have a knee replacement. But because it's not that bad yet, what we can do is we can shoot you in it. Now, I remember I went for a scan about three weeks ago. And they shot the dye and all that in it. But now I'll go back, and I think this is called cortisone that they'll shoot in it. And uh, they shoot that in there, I might be able to play basketball for a little <laughs> So I'm going to give it a try and uh, let him shoot me. And we're going to see what happened after the shot. Because when they shot the dye in there, I could feel the knee swelling up or something. But it felt better for a while. And then it, you know, eventually came on back. But I'm going to try this shot and see what happens. Yeah. And God is faithful. God is just faithful. And uh, I just wanted to talk about this. And I wanted to look at Ruth. I wanted to look at Ruth uh, chapter 1 and 21. And so I'm going to Ruth chapter 1. Let's look at verse 21 and see what it says. Hallelujah. Because I know it wasn't that woman dreamed to lose no husband and a son and have one daughter-in-law left with her. Yeah, Naomi, I know I know that wasn't a dream. So verse 21 says, I went out full, and the Lord has brought me home again empty. Why then call ye me Naomi, seeing the Lord has testified against me, and the Almighty hath afflicted me? So now she done become bitter. She done become angry and, and ugh, 
because the husband was dead and the, and the sons was dead. 22 says this, so Naomi returned and ruled the Moabites, her daughter-in-law, with her, which returned out of the country of Moab, and they came to Bethlehem in the beginning of barley harvest. And anybody know about Naomi and Ruth? Ruth went to work to bless her mother-in-law. Yeah, to take care of her mother-in-law because the mother-in-law had lost her husband and the son. And back during these days, and I hope it's still today, children took care of their parents. A man took care of his wife, good care of his wife. Yeah. Oh, really, Brother Louis? Now, uh, 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 that left one of mine, I had it done in 2003. And it's still going strong today. Now, I know I put on a little more weight on the right knee now, so I, I can't say how long that's going to last. But we're going to see. We are going to see. Thank you, Sister Dot. God bless you. God bless you. So, yeah, uh, uh, Naomi wasn't expecting that. That wasn't her dream. That wasn't her vision. That wasn't her plan, that she would lose the husband and the sons, and the daughter-in-law would have to go out and gleam in the field and all of that. But nonetheless, God was able to bless because that daughter-in-law was willing to bless her mother-in-law. She ended up with Boaz, a good man who, could afford to take good care of a good wife. And that's what happened. A lot of women, I want my Boaz, but you hate the mother-in-law. I want my Boaz, but you hate the man mama. You don't like his family. You want it to be about you and your family because you don't like something about him. God won't bless mess. I'm going to tell you that right now. He'll change mess but, and fix it so that it won't be no mess so that he can bless you. Now, he does that. I know. But let's stop complaining because some people, you know, they're crying over spilled milk and you can't put it back in the bottle. Well, see, in, in 2004, I was going to open my business, but you see what Bernard done to me. I was going to open my beauty shop, and my son got in trouble, and I had to take my money and help him out of trouble. You didn't have to. You chose to do it. He would have just had to be in trouble, and I would have opened my beauty shop. But no, anyway, <laughs> we moving on. If that's what you did and you missed the mark or your dream, God can bring it back around. You can start doing hair out of your house until you save the money to open another shop. You want to cater? Find some places to kind of small things to volunteer your catering service to. Yeah, you, you, you're only going to serve 10 people over there. You're only going to serve five people over there. You never know who you're serving. You never know who can blow your dream up for you. God can use them to blow your dream up. He made you, he know all about it. See, he know with me is food. But the reason he's not giving me no lasting restaurant because I'm an overeater. Hi, Irene, my name is Barbara. 
and I'm a foodaholic. Yeah, I like food too much. He yet give me the skill to bake something and cook something, but he's not letting me go out to do it for money. He know my situation, and I I know it too. Yeah, and I'm working on getting some things under control, not so I can sell food, but so that I can remain to obey him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So look, again, the, the studio is open. If anyone has something they would like to say, please feel free to pray that, play that, press that number one and come in. We're going to another request of the morning.
radio not just for your ears, but also for your spirit. Jesus in the morning radio. And you're with Barbara. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We got to keep the sword in our hands and fight on today. Uh, yeah. All right. No one have anything they would like to say. I will pray us out this morning. And uh, we pray that the Lord bring us back tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. for East, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for another episode of Jesus in the Morning. I got to run out also this morning to Atlantic Beach. So I'm going to run by there, the farmer's market, and a couple of places. And uh, then I'll be back this afternoon. But I thank God. I thank God I'm able to get these things done and help somebody today and uh, give some flowers while people living. Because when you're dead, you can't smell, you can't see them, you don't know who gave flowers. So we do what we can while people are living. So they know, hey, I, she did this, he did that. Yeah, they can enjoy it, yeah, while they are living. Because I'm dead and you bringing me all them flowers, they don't do me no good. It's just looking pretty out there <laughs> for people who still living. But I'm dead and gone. There's nothing else really you can do for me. Because whatever you do, I can't feel it. If you want me to know something, now is the time to do it. If I want you to know something, now is the time to do it. Hallelujah. And so we thank God for wisdom this morning. Thank God for wisdom. So I'm going to pray out. <clears throat> and again, we pray the Lord bring us back tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for another episode of Jesus in the Morning. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for all that has been said and done this morning. Thank you for your word, for your word is a lamp unto our feet. Father, it's a light unto our path. Forever, O oh God, the word. Hallelujah, is settled in heaven. As we depart this morning, we ask that you would sanctify us through thy truth. Father, that word is truth. Hallelujah. Lead and guide us today in the right path for your name's sake. Father, we bind up every evil and hindering and negative spirit that's coming our way today. Anything that's not Jesus, or we bind it up and cast it to the pits of hell. And, Father, we ask that you would rebuke the devourer for our sake today. Or lead and guide us, Lord. Do it for your glory today. Bless our family and friends. Father, we ask that you would bless financially today. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. We thank you right now that, Lord, we can help others. God, we can pay bills. Your words say, oh, no man. And many of us are trying to become debt-free. And we know that you're able to bring us into that place. As we depart this morning, bless our going out. Father, bless our coming in. Meet the need in our lives according to your riches and glory. By your son, Christ Jesus, we ask it all again today in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent one from another. In the name of Jesus, go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give somebody something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today, September the 15th, 2022, in Jesus' name. So we go on our last song of the morning, and after this, I won't be coming back today.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.